Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Hey everybody, welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream and welcome to episode number five and it's Revelation part three. And I've been doing a series on Revelation uh, last two and I thought I could do it in two but I had to uh, expand it to three and I think I'm going to have to expand it to at least four parts on this series called Revelation, the building blocks uh, for your divinely designed dream. And so last week I, I talked about um, and went into detail about Matthew chapter 16. And then I just want to reemphasize a couple of things. Go back and listen to it. Um, had somebody inbox me and say it was the best one so far, um, episode number five, four. Uh, so go back and listen to that, but I'm going to give you a little bit of a recap right now and just share a little bit on, on what we, what we spoke about and then where we're going a little bit. And I want to expand actually into, uh, revelation, um, and, and the, and the greatness of the spirit of revelation that can come upon you and that you need to participate because God wants to reveal to you every day. So in Matthew chapter 16, verse 17, 18, Jesus revealed himself as the Christ. And the way that he reveals himself, once again, in Caesarea Philippi, or also called Caesarea Panas, in the darkest place at the darkest moment in human history, he reveals himself as the savior of the world. And he does it by revelation. Okay. But before we dive into the greatest of all revelations, which I maybe or maybe not be able to get to that topic, um, I want the greatest revelation that I probably won't be able to do this time, but maybe part I may I have to do part four is actually the greatest revelation I've ever received from the Father personally. He woke me up at five fifteen on January. Um, uh, I think it was January 15th, somewhere around there, several years ago. And he just, he just, I, he said, get a piece of paper and a pen and write this down. And I, I don't think I'm going to be able to get to that. So look forward to that. But I have some amazing uh, revelations for you on Revelation. And uh, that sounds kind of funny, but I tell you, it is amazing. The spirit of revelation, I'm believing for you. And I just say, Father God, right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, everybody listening to the sound of this voice, Father God would, would begin to receive an anointing of revelation today. I would receive an anointing to be able to see what the spirit is doing and hear what the spirit is doing and perceive what the spirit is doing in this season for their lives in Jesus mighty name. Okay. So to uh recap a little bit and I want to say once again line upon line week by week episode by episode we're creating a capacity an environment and a framework that will create accessibility to lay hold of the things of God that he has already prepared for you. 
So life is not so much about information. It's about revelation. What information does is it lays uh, the proper information, lays a template uh, into your life and onto your life that actually releases something that was already there. Everything happens with a revelation. One minute you're in a pit of despair, destined to spend eternity with the devil and his angels. And in the next moment, you're translated, transferred into the kingdom of the son of his love. And that kingdom is the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. In one moment, everything is wrong. Everything is coming against you. Every, nothing is, is working and, and you don't know what you're going to do and you don't even know if you can survive. And then in one moment, because of the payment, you hear somebody preach, you're, you, you read it, you, you, you saw it, you, God revealed something to you and all of a sudden you're transferred out of that and into. I'll tell you, when I gave my heart to the Lord, I felt like a million pounds came off of me. I felt light. I felt refreshed. I felt cleansed from within. And at that moment, Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit came into your life and you became one with the spirit of the living God. The Bible says that you were born again of the incorruptible seed of the word of God, which lives and abides forever. You did not see Jesus like Paul did. And and, and when he got knocked off his, (laughs) I'll say it anyway, I said it last week, but he got knocked off his ass and onto his butt the jackass in the Bible, King James. I'm just going back to my King James root. So he got, he, and then, but he, he saw Jesus. We didn't, we weren't like um, Peter, James, or John who saw Jesus. We heard about Jesus and, and, and it captured our imaginations. And we, there was a revelation that this is true. The Bible says that no one is saved unless a preacher is sent because there has to be a spoken word. God created everything and holds together everything by the power of his spoken word. He creates still through his spoken word. He's revealing still and people are getting revelation and being transferred from the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of light by revelation still. Okay. So I, on these podcasts, I am very much for things. You won't hear me talking about the things I'm against. So I'm, uh, what I'm going to share with you, um, it, 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 I, I'm not going to spend much time. I'm just, I'm just giving you a comparison in, in the different uh, theological uh, viewpoints that people have. So the first, um, I want to talk about theological um, doctrine called solo scriptura, which I used to subscribe to, um, ascribe to. And, um, and I still believe that, well, this is what solo scriptura is. They, many of our brothers and sisters in the body of the Lord Jesus Christ cling to this theological doctrine called sola scriptura. Uh, and what it is, is they don't believe in revelation. A lot of these people, not all of them, but a lot of these people that subscribe to Solo Scriptura do not believe in getting revelation from the Father on a regular basis or ever. They believe pretty strictly in illumination to the canonized scriptures we call the Bible. Sometimes there's an amplification, but it's mainly just an illumination of what God has already written down. 
Um, they do not believe that you can receive communication from God, but only by the word of God. But it's an illumination, not a revelation. Uh, like I said, I don't want to deal too heavily on that. But unfortunately, because they don't, there's, there's, no, there's no ongoing progressive. And, and what I'm going to talk about is how Jesus is building his church on the fact that everyone can receive revelation. So I'm not coming against Sola Scriptura, but I, I want to tell you, I am, I've, I've become a believer more in Prima Scriptura, which is very similar in, in this fact. Solo Scriptura says the scripture and the scripture alone. Prima Scriptura says it, the scriptures, the Bible is the preeminent. The doctrine, the, the theological doctrine of Prima Scriptura is the canonized scriptures are first or above all any other source of divine revelation. So there, there's... Um, let me just finish off. Implicitly, this view acknowledges that besides the canonical scriptures, there are other ways in which a believer can and should receive revelation from God. And not only believers, but the unsaved. And, and, and it has to do with things like the created order. The Bible talks about man cannot deny that there is a God when you just look at his creation. This creation reveals God. So there's a revelation that you can get beyond the scriptures. You could just be up. I remember being on top of um, uh, a mountain. What was a sunshine? No, not sunshine. It was um, Lake Louise in that area in, in Alberta, Canada. And I'm standing on top of the mountain. Tammy and I are skiing and I'm having this what I don't usually use the terminology, but I'm having this like religious moment. It's actually a God moment, an aha moment. And as I'm looking at the beauty and the splendor of what God made, and, and, and there's just this revelation of the goodness of God. So also there's another way that we can receive revelation as through the traditions of the church. And that is following the, uh, the examples of the apostles and what they did. There's, there's revelation that comes through the traditions of the church, the practices hand down by the apostles. Also, God is revealing through the charismatic gifts that God is not dead. Apostles are still alive. Prophets are still alive. Miracle signs and wonders. Like you were, we were always, we have never, he has never stopped and said, listen, you know, you have the scriptures now. You don't have to worry about going into all the world and, and healing the sick, raising the dead, cleansing the disease, and casting out devils. He never rescinded that. That's part of it. I'm going into the world and I'm preaching the kingdom of the, of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. The, my feet are beautiful because I go and I preach good news. The good news is that you can be healed and saved and delivered and set free. The charismatic gifts like prophecy and, and words of knowledge, these are all still happening. There's even angelic visitations, and there's just um, Primus Scriptura speaks about common sense. God speaks through common sense. He speaks through experts. He speaks through times and seasons um, and through ministering spirits and angels. So God still is still speaking. He's still revealing. He's still bringing revelation of himself into this realm. But here's here, 
Here's where we agree with Sola Scriptura. Everything is measured against the scriptures, the Bible. In Jesus' name, can you hear me? But God, so if you get, if, if an angel shows up and says something contrary to the word of God, it, you throw it out. That's not an angel. You test the spirit. You plead the blood of Jesus Christ against that thing, commanded to get out of your life. If you have a word of knowledge and it's, you think you get a word of knowledge and it's contrary to the word of God, you find out it's contrary to the word of God, you throw it out. It's not, and you just take authority over that vain imagination, that thought that's trying to exalt itself against the knowledge of Christ and you just get about your day, right? So these are a couple of different points. And, but I believe that God is using his scriptures today to speak and bring things of revelation alive. I'm reading the Bible all the time and I get a revelation out of the scriptures. So I'm believing that I'm getting revelation on a regular day from the scriptures, but also he's speaking to me through angels and through signs and wonders and miracles. So a sign and a wonder. What is a sign and a wonder? A sign and a wonder. A sign causes you to wonder, but it's a sign of giving you direction. There are, there are things that are coming into your life. Okay, so God is still speaking today. And so God is speaking today. And I want to tell you, you can hear God today. He is speaking to you today and he is wanting to wow you. You need to understand that if God is speaking and you can hear him, you can stand up through anything. If I just have a word from God, I have a prophecy. I have a prophecy that I would be relevant in my son's life when he was in Tammy's womb and and until I'm 90. And I'm only 54 today. And this is my birthday as I'm doing this broadcast to you today. But God is still speaking and revealing himself every day. This is a daily thing. Give us this day our daily bread. What is the daily bread? The bread of life, the children's bread, the the bread of provision and protection and peace and power and platforms and positions and prosperity. The bread, uh, the daily bread. He wants you to participate in in a daily truth, a bread of life every day. This is an everyday sort of thing. It's not just, oh, get this wow moment where you have the manifestation, you get filled with the Holy Spirit and you speak in tongues 25 years ago and you never do it again. No, it's every day he wants to manifest his goodness to you. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Revelation chapter 4, and I'm going to read verses 6 through 11. And this is another way in which God is showing to us that he's still speaking and still wanting to reveal himself to his creation. Revelation chapter 4, verses 6 through 11. Before the throne, there was a sea of glass like crystal. And in the midst of the throne and around the throne, there were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second living creature like a calf. The third living creature like had a face of a man. The fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes all around and within. And they do not rest day or night saying, holy, holy, holy Lord God almighty, who was and is and is to come. 
Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall, fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who, who lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they exist and we're created. My God, my God, I could just spend, and I may spend the rest of the time of this podcast right here. So you have these four living creatures that are flying around the phone. They have six wings. And this is the way, the way I see it. They have two wings to cover like the cherubim. They have two wings to hover, and they have two wings to change trajectory around the throne. Now, around the throne is the sea of glass like crystal. Underneath the throne of God flows the rivers of living water. Around the throne, the Bible talks about the the glory of God, and it speaks of lightnings and thunders and voices. So the, the job of these four living creatures who are have full of eyes, they're full of eyes, they have eyes on their head, they have eyes on their cheeks, on their ears, they have eyes on their eyes. They have eyes on their wings. They have eyes on their torso. They have have eyes even within them. They're anointed to see something. And this is what causes them to fall down, to say, holy, holy, holy. This is what causes all of heaven to rejoice is when somebody has the audacity in the midst of all the distractions that are going on around the throne. They are looking. They're anointed to see. I want to tell you that you are anointed to see, hear, and perceive. You're anointed like unto these four living creatures to be able to receive revelation from the Father. See, I'm just going to go a little bit deeper into this, and then I want to uh, expand upon a bit more before we even get into the actual podcast today. I think we're already in. So here we are, four living creatures flying around the throne, seeing through the the cloud of glory, seeing through the lightnings, the thunders, and the voices that are coming from the midst of the throne. They're looking. They're anointed to see something. Why do they have eyes that they're not? Why do they make such uh, a, a statement here in the word of God that they have eyes all around and eyes within unless there were, it was a purpose. Why? Because we need to be looking. They are looking to see something and a revelation from the Father. It's like the, the, the God is like this beautiful diamond and you, you get a different reflection of him. You get a different side. He's like, he's, he's this beautiful, um, uncreated, infinite, infinite and uncreated being that just effervescence from him. And he's showing things. And, 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 and the, our job is to look and to believe that we can receive like these four living creatures that are flying around looking. And it's not because they're programmed to say, holy, holy, holy. They're not puppets. They're not robots. They're they're not just created to say, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Yeah, what's up, Bob? Doing good, thanks. Um, Yeah, holy, 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 holy. No, no, no. It's out of a revelation. Can you hear me today, guys? I release a spirit of revelation to you right now that you are be eyes to be 
open to see there be an anointing according to Revelation chapter 3, an anointing for your eyes that you'd be able to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. They're flying around and every time they see something new, they see something more glorious. They have a, a revelation of God in a new way and all of a sudden they just say, holy moly, wow, isn't that crazy? And their praise of the revelation that they received that moment causes all of heaven to begin to praise. Why is revelation so important? Revelation is so important because of what it does. It's the beauty of the revelation is amazing, but it's more important, not more important, but as equal of importance is what revelation does. It, 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 it gives you that anointing. It gives you that strength and, 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 and it gives you that boldness. And you're just like, wow, you, when you are blown away with a revelation of something, you don't care. You don't care what anybody else is thinking. You're just saying, my God, Lord, hallelujah. Look at that. I see something new. I see something more. Oh, I can't even believe that you're so beautiful, Lord. And, and all of a sudden, it causes the, the 24 elders to throw their crowns down and throw them sound. And all of heaven begins to crash to the ground. Why? Because of a revelation that they received because they saw something. And this is what is so amazing, guys. This is so amazing. And, and, you, and I'm saying, well, that's, you, you might be thinking, yourself, well, that's the, the angels. Do you know that you are created as a vice regent of all of creation? But then you were recreated in Christ Jesus and you became a co-heir with the creator of the universe? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. 1 John 1, 1 through 3. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Nothing was made except it was made by the Word. 11 verses later from John chapter 1, verse 3 through 14. 11 verses later, verse 14. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory of that of the only begotten of the Father. Revelation from God. This is what changes everything. When you begin to receive and be able to receive a fresh bread, fresh manna, mystery manna, God is revealing mysteries. They were withheld until these very moments which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. But he's revealing these mysteries. He's building his church upon the progressive proceeding word from the Father that we get every day. It's so important that you stay in touch with your dad because he's trying to give you direction. He's trying to give you revelation that will cause you to praise him. And when you when you praise him, he's manifested on your praises. And then all of a sudden where the enemy was, he will be no longer when God shows up. Why? Because you saw something amazing. You were created, like the Bible says, what is man that you are mindful of him and created him just below the angels? That's the King James Version. But it doesn't say that in, in the true, the Hebrew word instead of angels is the Hebrew word Elohim, which is the pluralization of God. And you see that also in Genesis where, where the Bible says that let us, God said this, let us, let us make man in our image. Let us make uh, 
man in the image of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. This is the pluralization of God. So the Bible says that what is man that you are mindful of him and made him just below Elohim. You are, so you have become, we have become, we are we are the crowning glory of all of his creations. These four living cre- creatures that flow, fly around, the, these angels that fly around the throne that have six wings and full of eyes all around. They are created beings, and we are created beings, but we are the crowning glory of all of his creation. So what does that mean? First of all, we were created that way. But then when we got, this is the important part here. You, when you got recreated in Christ Jesus, you became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Holy Spirit, because of the blood of Jesus Christ, came into your life. And now you have become one with the spirit of the living God. My God, if the angels that have eyes all around and flying around the throne, if they can see how much more can somebody that has become a co-heir with Jesus Christ and become one with the spirit of the living God, how much more can we hear and see and perceive We just need to know it's available if you don't have a revelation. And this is my job for you today is to receive a revelation that you can receive revelation from the Father on a regular regular, uh, uh, period and on a regular basis. On a a regular day, you should be able to receive uh, from God every day. So I talked about all of you guys. You, You are a dream from the heart of the Father wrapped in flesh who has come into this world from from an infinite place, on purpose, with a purpose, with more resources than you can use in 10 lifetimes. So you've come from an infinite place into a finite place. You came from a solid place into an unstable uh, physical realm. And I want to tell you, you have been launched into this finite place with more resources more divine solutions than you could use. The whole time, I'm telling you, you are overkill, like I said last week. You, you, you came into this realm as like a nuclear bomb answer. It's so, ma- I'm just seeing you nuclear bomb because it's so magnificent, so powerful, so big, so overwhelming. You came into this realm with a nuclear power answer to a tiny, teeny, little and problems. He says, he says that um, your problems can't compare with the glory that shall rise and be seen on you. <laughs> I'm not belittling what you're going through. I'm just saying you need to understand to walk in victory in this life. You need to understand that there are more resources available to you than you could ever ask or think or imagine. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Not only did God come, not only did God send you into this realm fully loaded with more resources than you could possibly ever use, but God also went ahead of time and placed resources along the pathways and even greater grace right into the storms he knew that you would be facing even at this moment. Okay, according to Ephesians chapter 10, sorry, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, in the AMPC translation, it says, For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, when we came into this realm, and then recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we would do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of 
time that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. How many people are ready for a good life that God prearranged for you to live? How many are tired of just getting by, paycheck to paycheck, and just surviving? It's time to begin to wake up into our dream, and it's time to thrive in life and be an answer. And if you can get a revelation from God, the other people will begin to praise him. Ah, can you hear me? If you will give a revelation of the goodness of God in your the land and in the sphere of your influence, other people will begin to worship God. This is what revelation does. It releases praise from the people. Let me just read that one more time. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, AMPC translation. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship. Recre- then we were recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, here it is, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prearranged, prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. It's time for us to wake up out of the nightmare of normality according to the world's standards and begin to wake up into the dream that God predestined and prearranged for us before time began. Woo! Hallelujah. And so here's the here's the mic drop moment. It was, it's worth repeating. Um, and um, from I, I said it in episode three and four, and, and I, it's just so worth saying it again. It's in Revelation chapter 13, eight. And it talks about the book of, the, of life that the, belongs to the lamb who was slaughtered before the, the worlds were made. They are the ones whose names were not written in the book of life that belongs to the lamb who was slaughtered before the the world was made before the foundations of the world. So before God made the earth in which he would form Adam out of and then take the rib and make Eve out of in the garden, that was before that garden was sown, before there was animals and before there was earth to make Adam from the the lamb of God, Jesus Christ was slaughtered or was slain for us. I don't understand all the ramifications behind that. I don't, I don't know how it happened. All I know is I trust the word of God that Jesus was the lamb that was slain. Whether, whether how it happened, I do not necessarily have all the, all the conclusions on that. But I believe that 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 19 and 20 also gives witness to this. You have to have two or more scriptures before you can make begin to make a doctrine. So here it is. But with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect, he was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. So there's there it is. He's revealing himself in the goodness and everything he did for you to prepare you and, and make you ready and everything that put resources, everything he did this ahead of time. 
He's outside of time. You, you have to understand, uh, we're dealing with an infinite, being, infinite, uncreated being who is outside of time, space, continuum. He's not subjected to seed, time, and harvest. He can go into and from and there and in, out, out, all these places, and because he's not subjected to the things of this finite realm. And you need to know that even time is a created thing, and we've been given dominion over everything that has been created. I know it's deep. Uh, it's amazing. So here we go. These next couple of sentences, I, like I said, I, I, I shared in, in episodes three and four. And, it, and hopefully it's a perfect segue to next week because I am not going to get to the topic, the greatest revelation, which I've ever received. There's the greatest revelation God told me personally. And, and, and I'm going to unveil this and unpack it. And it's going to take at least one more episode to unpack all of that. But this, this is, I just want to say this in referencing Revelation chapter three, I'm sorry, Re- Revelation chapter 13 and first Peter chapter one. I want to make this statement. If Jesus was the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the earth, that would make Jesus your savior before he was your creator. That means that Jesus had your back before you had a back to be had. That Jesus went ahead of time and put answers and solutions right within the problems that he knew you would be facing even this day. You you must have a revelation of all that he has prepared for you so that you have a manifestation of that revelation. If you don't know you have a million bucks in your bank account, then and you have a card and you have a pin number waiting for you, but you don't access it through revelation. You don't know it's there. You have no manifestation of the power that that million bucks can do. Oh, guys, isn't this exciting? Are you beginning to wake up? Are you beginning to having those moments of aha? Uh, this... God has, is just, we're just tip, you know, just really beginning to, in the kingdom of God, scrape the surface of the greatness of what the blood of Jesus purchased for us. And, 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 and the revelation that we have become one with the spirit of the living God. You need to meditate on that for about 14 years, that you become one with the spirit of the living God. This episode has been full of substance and wonder. You may want to go back over this. And, uh, and if, you, if you want to, you can go to my website, www.barrymiracle.ca, and you can purchase one of my books, which is, you know, I'm, I was pretty happy. I've I sold a couple thousand of them. I, I have a bunch more ordered, and it's a bestseller now. And, it's, and, and the reason why I'm excited about that is that it's helping a lot of people. Um, wake up out of the nightmare of normality and waking up into God's dream and his goodness that he has prepared for us. And, and how do we tap into all of that? And that's what, that's what my job has been, uh, you know, these last, uh, I think this is our fifth episode, um, is, is to just give you some tools to work with and to uh, step into the grandeur of the dream that God prepared for you. So this is Barry Miracle. I'm signing off. Love you guys. Thank you for being attentive. Thank you. If, if you, this has been ministering to you, if you've uh, been getting anything out of these episodes, can you please subscribe? Can you download these episodes and can you share the good news? 
that is on these episodes with your friends and family. Love you guys. And until next week, this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach. I'm believing in you, believing for you, that you're going to have your best moments in Jesus' name. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.